Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Can you believe this? Looking to push tempo here, the Pelicans. Hold that follow through. He posed. That's right. This is what takes you to another level. What the Pell is up, everyone? This is Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans with your host, Elliot Clough, at Elliot Clough on Twitter. Make sure before we get started today that you have subscribed and or followed, depending on where you're listening to the podcast, that you leave a rate and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if it gives you the option to do so on any other platform, go ahead and do that over there and make sure to share the podcast with a friend. I don't know why I haven't been saying that so far, but if you are a Pelicans fan and your crew or or, or your people surrounding you at the workplace, if you're at work right now, are Pelicans fans and you want to share this with them, go ahead and do that. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Again, we're kind of expanding as the, the show has actually seen three straight months of growth and we're looking to continue that trend as well. Get you some more content and get you the best stuff as possible. Hopefully make it a little bit more of a regular thing as these uh, as the offseason progresses. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy right now. We're talking about free agents. We're talking about possible coaches. We're talking about draft picks. And we just really don't know when a coach is going to be hired, when a free agent is going to come, or, or when that'll start. And the draft is more than a month away. So... As this continues to go on, we're kind of throwing stuff together and, and getting you the best content we possibly can. And if you want to share, again, this this show with somebody that you know, leave that rate and review and subscribe. Again, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. So news as of yesterday, Zion has officially been given his own signature Jordan shoe that will be released in January of 2021. It'll be called the Jordan Z Code. So... Zion has joined athletes like Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, Russell Westbrook, Randy Moss, and Derek Jeter in getting their own signature shoe with the Jordan brand. So joining some pretty elite company is Zion Williamson. Can't say that I am personally surprised by that in the slightest, nor are you more than likely. Zion will be joining this crew of either current Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers in their own respective sports after playing just 24 games thus far in his NBA career, missing the entire first half of the season, his team missing the playoffs, being a bad defender, and playing just one season at Duke where he didn't win a national title and didn't play the entirety of the season due to injury. Whereas 
these few names listed prior to Zion, the Carmelo, Anthony, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, Russell Westbrook, Randy Moss, and Derek Jeters of the world, they had their names established. I mean, Zion, again, he has his name established. Zion is a transcendent rookie. Uh, he, we've never really seen a rookie come into the league like this, other than maybe LeBron James, who played way more games and didn't play in college and was known as one of the best players to come out of high school ranks ever. You know, Kobe Bryant was a guy who came out of the high school ranks, but he wasn't immediately Kobe Bryant. Kevin Garnett wasn't immediately Kevin Garnett. Like LeBron James, more or less was in his rookie year. So Zion garnering so much attention. Obviously, his game isn't quite as holistic as LeBron's was coming out of high school. Zion known for his incredible, incredible athleticism, strength, power, explosion, and that gains a lot of eyes. And, you know, he's he's also known as this charismatic young man who takes it all in stride. You know, he's been receiving this type of media coverage. He's had over a million followers since on Instagram since he was in high school. And he's done it incredibly well, been been parented incredibly well. He's he's a good young man, paid for workers in the Smoothie King Center, paid their salaries or what they would have earned and as an hourly wage. And he hopped on it before Gail Benson did. And um, Gail took over after that, while Zion immediately took that jump. And, you know, he's just we've ranted and raved about Zion for so long and, and so has every other podcast and so has ESPN and Fox Sports and Colin Coward and, and for good reason and there's no real need to to rant on that any more than we already have in, in this episode in the first five minutes of, of today's show. But I mean to, to continue to add to what Zion's done in, in his rookie year or the notoriety that he's received i mean he's been on the 2k cover and featured in the initial commercials for 2k21 and <laughs> considering referencing this this shoe one more time he signed a five-year 75 million dollar deal in 2019 despite lack of playing a single nba minute and and despite lack of accolades he he is getting a signature shoe again that will be released in january of 2021. So this actually got me thinking a little bit other than the fact of the the impact and the transcendent talent that Zion is and the personality that he's brought to the NBA. What's the shoe going to look like? What's the shoe going to be like given we've basically never seen an athlete like Zion Williamson before, you know, give the, give the Bo Jacksons of the world the credit, Michael Jordan being the athlete that he was, the jumper that he was, Julius Irving being the first guy to jump from the free throw line to, to dunk a basketball. But looking at this shoe, well, first of all, chances are it's, it's already done. It's probably been done for a while. This, design and they've probably been working with him on it for a little while if not him they're just you know doing tests and and working with the fabric and the design and, and stuff like that for a long time obviously the reveal and the announcement that he will have this shoe is going to be delayed for marketing purposes i mean we we know how nike and jordans and the adidas operate in, in reference to that 
So chances are the shoe's already done. The question that I have in reference to the shoe is what will the shoe look like and will it be specifically tailored to Zion and his size? We know that in his tenure as a Duke Blue Devil, Zion blew the living shit out of a shoe in the first two minutes of a game against North Carolina and had that unfortunate knee injury that left him out for a little while prior to the ACC tournament. So chances are Jordan has and will continue to put a ton of time into this signature shoe and shoes coming forth in the in, in the in Zion's, I won't, I don't want to say Zion's likeness, but in, in dealing with his stature and size and such. But the shoe will, at least for Zion himself, maybe not the shoe that will be released because they're going to make the shoe that's released for the public. That's it's going to be designed for the public. It's not going to be a Zion fit shoe for the entire world. That's just not how it's going to roll. They're going to want to sell these shoes to kids who want to play basketball and say, yeah, I have Zion's shoe. So for Zion himself, you can more or less ensure that Zion's health and that his explosion and strength will be well accounted for by, well, probably the designer, maybe not the designer, him or herself, whoever uh, puts the design of the shoe, the outside together, but people who design the shoes in terms of recognizing physics, I'm sure they've done tests on Zion to see his explosion and, and how much force he puts into the ground. And maybe not their, maybe not their own tests, but maybe they're referencing tests from other scientific groups. Maybe they brought in people to do these tests on Zion. Maybe they're referencing something that 2K did. Who knows? But Zion has and will continue to transcend any sort of athlete prior to him. Therefore, Jordan has to compensate for that. And folks, I looked it up. <clears throat> this is going to blow your mind, just so you're well prepared. Per engineercalcs.com, and you can find this article online, just Google something like Zion Force Into the Ground. So per engineercalcs.com, Zion puts in, <laughs> I'm going to say it verbatim, Zion exerts a force of 5,134.25 newtons against the ground when jumping his highest. So, to appreciate this number, if you're not a physicist like myself, here are two examples to help you visualize this force. A thousand newtons of force is the same as a 102 kilogram or 225 pound person standing on top of you. Find a 1,125 pound weight and lift it. That'll need a force of 5,000 newtons. So clearly, Zion generates an unworldly amount of force in his jump. Even more, Zion will continue to physically grow and better learn his body. So, engineeringcalcs.com calculated 5,162.0 newton value of what they estimate to be his, his best jump may actually increase. Obviously, this is something that we've all talked about before in, in terms of his diet, his weight training, and, and jumping technique. So, 
in other words, Jordan is Jordan Brand is going to probably need to take that all of that into consideration when making this shoe. Again, are they going to make it the same way for the public? I highly, highly doubt it. They'll they'll do something different, I'm sure. And it's going to be tough. I mean, I, obviously, I don't know how to put shoes together, but taking that into consideration, but also making the shoe light enough for, for Zion to play and feel comfortable in and, and wide enough and, and long enough to fit his shoe or foot his foot and such. So, I'm, I mean, I, I think we're all excited to see the shoe as it comes out in the next four months. And I'm sure some of you out there will be buying said shoe and, I'm sure it's going to be dope. Jordan does nothing but put out dope shoes and dope clothes and stuff like that. And this is not a, an advertisement. Believe me, we are not yet sponsored by Jordan Brand. So <laughs> it's intriguing. I, I mean, it's cool. Like, think of all these names. Obviously, again, I'm going to reference them one more time because of the gravitas that these names carry. Randy Moss, Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul. Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, Derek freaking Jeter, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Randy Moss, arguably the greatest wide receiver of all time. D. Wade, three championships to his name. Chris Paul, the greatest player to ever come out of New Orleans. Russell Westbrook, one of the most explosive, fun-to-watch athletes that we've probably ever seen, despite his bad play last night. Melo, one of the greatest scorers in, in basketball history. And none of these players got signature shoes as rookies with the Jordan brand like Zion Williamson has. To put that all into perspective, obviously we can reference the Jordan brand and all these current players and former athletes and the significance that the Jordan brand holds. Obviously it's affiliated with the greatest basketball player, arguably the greatest basketball player ever. We're not getting into that today, I can tell you that. But when you look at other professional athletes, professional basketball players that have ever had a signature shoe either as a rookie or following their rookie year, it's pretty unique. The list, I found it on Reddit, but they make reference to an ESPN article. So it is legit as far as I know. It's on r slash NBA if that helps you out at all. 2017 Lonzo Ball with Big Baller Brand. I don't think that counts. But when you look at these other names, it's pretty, pretty crazy. 2003, LeBron James and Nike. Michael Jordan is the only other rookie to get a signature shoe from Nike. So put those two things together. That's pretty sick. Stefan Marbury in 1996 with And One. Allen Iverson in 1996 with Reebok. Jerry Stackhouse with, is it Fila? Fila? I think it's Fila. Grant Hill in 1994 with Fila. Shaq with Reebok in 1992. And like I said, Jordan in 1984 with, with Nike. And then Hakeem Olajuwon with Etonic. Uh, one of those brands that I've never heard of. But he as well in 1984 coming out of that draft class. So just the, the aura that Zion has to him in, in a building. The power with which he plays, the charisma, the raw ability to score, the the dunks, everything. It has all come together as Zion having a signature shoe following his rookie year in the NBA with the Jordan brand. Pretty damn cool. Pretty damn cool if I do say so 
myself. So speaking of Zion, one thing we didn't talk about this last week was his placing third in the Rookie of the Year voting this last week. I wrote an article about Zion having a chance to win Rookie of the Year in maybe February or January. Uh, maybe it was March. I don't know. It had something to do with if the Pelicans really have a resurgence and, and make the playoffs, even though they did already have that resurgence. They just didn't make the playoffs. And then the COVID hit and the bubble and all that stuff. But he averaged 22.5 points a game, six rebounds, I think two assists or something like that. There was very little chance Zion was going to get Rookie of the Year unless he played every single game and averaged like 25 points a game or something like that. Obviously, that didn't happen. It was very unlikely from the get-go. I threw it out there because people ate it up. But more or less, Jaw ja winning this was a foregone conclusion. He played and started in 67 regular season games this year. Averaged 17.8 points, 7.3 assists, and 3.9 rebounds while shooting 33.5% from deep and 77.6% from the free throw line. Jaw also led his team to the ninth and final playoff spot in the West with Memphis finishing 34 and 39 this regular season. And like, how can you be upset? Obviously there's gonna, I mean, there's been a, there's been the beginnings of a rivalry between Memphis and New Orleans. These two grit and grind kind of cities, blue collar don't have a ton of franchises other than, well, obviously New Orleans has the Saints and the Pelicans, but Tennessee as a whole only has the Titans and the Grizzlies. They don't have a baseball team or anything like that. Sure, they have the Nashville Predators, but what are you going to do? It's hockey. Ugh. So two similar franchises, and these two played AAU basketball together, which is crazy, and they went one and two overall, both from the same state. So, Jaw ja deserved this. Watch a couple games of Jaw. Obviously not the ones where they play the Pelicans because Drew locked him up. That's a small sample size. Drew owns Damian Lillard as well, so we got to give him that, which we will talk about at the bottom of today's show. So, so don't miss that, but it's true. Jaw played 43 games more than Zion. That's a fact. We have to give him that that's just an advantage that he has and Zion was hurt and, and there's just nothing to do about it. That's just a fact. That's just the truth. There's no way around it. We have to give credit where it's due. At the same time, Ja is an excellent player. He's explosive. He's a score first point guard, future all-star, and these two will be battling against each other for years to come. This is well-deserved. Ja earning 99 of the first place votes and missing out on just one. He didn't get a single third place vote. But there was another player that did receive a hefty amount of third place votes and second place votes that is not named Zion Williamson. If you haven't seen already, Kendrick Nunn placed second in the Rookie of the Year voting with 56 votes and 36 votes for third place. Zero first place votes for Kendrick Nunn out of Miami, out of Oakland, where he graduated from college. Nunn, who was a rookie this year, obviously, 
played in and started 67 games for the Heat this season, averaged 15.3 points, 3.3 assists, 2.7 rebounds, and shot 35% from deep and 85% from the free throw line. Pretty solid rookie year from none. If this was this coming year, and if this was any other year where we don't have two future superstars in John Morant and Zion Williamson at the top of the draft, he may have very well earned Rookie of the Year, much like the year Malcolm Brogdon won Rookie of the Year. No no slander to Mr. Brogdon. Obviously, the Bucks are missing out on him. Obviously, the Bucks are missing out on him right now in the series that they are currently down 3-1 to the, uh, to the Miami Heat. Kind of ugly looking. But, anywho, none placing second in this year's, in the 2019-2020 Rookie of the Year awards. Again, this all came down to minutes and games played. I have a feeling that people voted for none feeling obligated due to the lack of games that Zion played. And, and it was, yeah, it was obligatory to vote for none here for the people that did vote for his second place winning place placing second placing earning 56 of the second place votes and 36 of third place votes while zion finished with one first place vote 37 second place votes and 24 third place votes fourth in the race and the one that received the majority of the remaining votes was brandon clark the other rookie in memphis he received six second place votes and 32 third place votes following those four was kobe white in chicago eric pascal golden state terrence davis the second in toronto who i didn't even know existed and rj barrett in new york so again none earning that second place position in rookie of the year in the rookie of the year running he's a 24 year old rookie out of oakland getting paid 1.5 million dollars to zion's 10 million none wasn't well known and, I mean, Zion came out of Duke, none out of Oakland, like I said. Fine, we know Zion is the best rookie. It is the Rookie of the Year award, not the best rookie. So, I said it on the word with G on Thursday, I believe it was, and I didn't really put anything out about it just because I was like, well, like, I mean, it makes sense. Obviously, it is Pelicans news, though, so it was newsworthy. We, we should have talked about it earlier than we did, but here we are talking about it now. This does make sense, and again, totally fine. We know Zion is the best player and will have the best career. We good, fam. We good. Now, in reference to the Drew Holiday mentioning earlier, in a tweet by Will Guillory, Igadala told Bill Simmons on The Ringer that Drew Holiday should have been Defensive Player of the Year two or three times he should be first team all defense every single year but he'll never get that household name credit Igadala also said I've seen this guy guard Steph Curry very well Steph st still scored but it's the best I've ever seen anybody guard Steph Igadala declared and I've seen this guy guard Kevin Durant and when I saw him guard KD for 40 minutes I said whoa but I already knew because we were teammates. Iguodala, of course, referencing his tenure with Drew Holiday in Philadelphia, and of course that playoff series 
with the New Orleans Pelicans against the Golden State Warriors in that 2017-2018 year where the Warriors would go on to win the title and beat the Pelicans in the second round four to one, but the Pelicans really looked like a completely different team than we've seen over the last however many years. Just really balled out in that series, and, and Drew absolutely locked up Damian Lillard, of course. One thing that Pelicans fans love to make reference to is that year in that playoff series where the Pels absolutely locked down the Portland Trailblazers. So, Drew getting some credit from one of his former teammates and in a time where it could increase Drew's draft stock. That's something that we're going to be talking about a lot. I don't know. This offseason, this has been a topic of conversation over the last six months, but I hate to end on a bad note. So Andre Godala giving Drew Holiday <laughs> and bad note for some, good note for others, but Got to give credit where credit due. Andre Iguodala, the 2015 Finals MVP, giving credit to Drew Holiday for his incredible defense, and rightfully so. Drew Holiday, again, known as one of the best defenders in the NBA, despite the lack of recognition. And it's because he's a quiet guy, I think. I think it's because of lack of success in New Orleans. I think it's of a lot of things. But... Drew Holiday getting some credit. We love to see it. We love to see it for sure. Pels fans, reminder, go follow at Elliot Clough on Twitter. You're going to be getting all the Pelicans content there. Some interactions from myself and other Pelicans writers, podcasters, etc. And while you're here, I know a lot of you listen on Apple Podcasts, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rate, and review. Do it! That really, really, really helps us out. Go follow Believe on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can check out a plethora of their other podcasts on Believe.com. Or just head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. You can check out a bunch of other Pelicans coverage, a ton of other Pelicans coverage, on SB Nation's The Bird Rights. That will include work from myself, Preston Ellis, Ali Cosell, Chris Connor, Kevin Berrios, and David Grubb. Don't forget, follow at Elliot Clough on Twitter and Subscribe, leave a rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. So once again, I am Elliot Clough, and this was Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.